Welcome to the Readerly Report. Your hosts are Gail Weiswasser and Nicole Bonilla. We hope you will enjoy our candid book conversations, recommendations, and observations on the reading life. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Readerly Report listeners. This is Gail. I'm going to be recording a solo episode today because Nicole has some exciting things going on in her life. She's actually moving and is in the midst of all that fun. So I'm going to take this week and do a solo episode. And on this show, I'm going to just do a couple of things. I'll fill you in on what I've been reading and also give a little update on some stuff going on in my personal life and maybe solicit some advice and thoughts from you guys as well. So I'm going to start with what I've been reading. I think on the last episode, I mentioned that I was almost finished with Prince Harry's memoir, Spare, and I finished it. I thought it was great. It was actually a five-star read for me. I know that it's a long book. I know that some people have criticized it for being too long, especially there's a section in the middle in which Harry talks a lot about his experience in the military. But I have to say, I enjoyed the whole book. I really liked it. I did it on audio. I got a lot out of it. I did. I, it was long, but it, it wasn't too long. And I really highly recommend it. And I highly recommend the audio. So if you've been kind of flirting with this book and I don't know, you're not sure you're sick of the Royals, it's too much. It's They're on every magazine cover and you're sick of the Netflix and the the Colbert and the Oprah and everything. I get it. There's a lot of sort of royal fatigue right now. But listening to the audiobook or reading the memoir is a really great way to hear Harry's side of it. And I really came away from it with a great appreciation for it. I also just think on its own merits as a book, it's well-written, it's well-constructed. The guy who ghostwrote it is the same guy who did Andre Agassi's memoir, Open, which is a book I loved. And so I just think standalone, even if you took all of the scandal out of it, all of the controversy, it's just it's just a good piece of memoir. So I highly recommend And then as far as what I'm reading now, I was reading one book and listening to another book, and then I swapped. <laughs> so the book that I was listening to is called The Net Beneath Us by Carol Dunbar. It's a family drama about a woman living in Minnesota with her husband in very rural, rudimentary house. It's actually a house they're building into a mountainside. And he is involved in a very serious accident while trying to cut down a tree because he's in construction and, you know, he's, I think, getting wood for this house that they're building. And so it's all about how she goes on living in this place where she really doesn't belong. She's not sort of the outdoorsy type who is, you know, used to living in that type of way. And she's got two small children and it's all about how she survives. And then I also started reading a book called Mary Jane by Jessica Anya Blau. I believe it came out in 2021. So it's not a terribly new book. And it's about a girl living in the 70s who goes to babysit for a family. She becomes a summer nanny for a family down the street. They live in Baltimore. And the family that she babysits for is a couple who are much more libertine and permissive than her own pretty conservative parents. And it's just about this summer. It's a coming of age book about the summer where she's kind of exposed to all these different ways of life and different types of people than what she's used to. So I'm about halfway through both of those books. And I started 
the net beneath us on audio and Mary Jane in print. And the narration in the net between us was kind of annoying. And there's a little girl who's a character in that book. And the narrator, I think it's Cassandra Campbell, somebody I've listened to lots of her books. I really couldn't deal with the way she was narrating the voice of the young girl. And it just bugged me so much that I decided to switch to the print, which was much better. So I switched to the print and then I picked up the audio for Mary Jane, which also has a young girl, but not as annoying. So that's my recommendation. If either of these books interest you, do Mary Jane on print or audio, but stick to the print for the net beneath us. And later on in the show, I guess next week, hopefully I'll be able to report back on both books being finished and I can tell you exactly what I thought of them. So the last thing I wanted to talk about on this very short little mini episode is that I am at a bit of a career crossroads. I had worked at the same company for about nine years, and it was a real estate technology company called HomeSnap, which is a a mobile app for home searching, both for real estate agents and for home searchers, consumers. And I've worked there for, you know, almost a decade and ran communications and did lots and lots of things. Started it as a, when I went there, it was a very small startup. I was like employee number 13. When I left, you know, by the time I left, I think we had something like 200 employees. So I really saw it through a lot of changes, including acquisition by a large company here in the DC area. I live in DC and it was really time for leadership to move on for a whole host of reasons, which I don't even need to get into. But anyway, I am now at a bit of a career crossroads. So I have a couple of options. I can find another comms job looking at, you know, companies doing interesting or mission-driven things who can use a senior communications person. Or I've had this dream, like so many of us, I'm sure, of potentially opening a bookstore. So a friend of mine and I are in the stages of researching the viability of opening a bookstore here in suburban DC, you'd probably be in Bethesda, Maryland. And, you know, this is a really risky and big undertaking because it's expensive. And real estate here, the rent is very expensive. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons not to do it. Like you don't make a lot of money opening a bookstore and you don't, you might lose a lot of money opening a bookstore and it's long hours and hard work, but it's also like my dream. And it's something that I think I would love, love, love to do. It combines a lot of things I really enjoy, which is being surrounded by books, which is recommending books, which is spending my time learning about books that are coming out. I mean, these are things I do in my spare time all the time. We've talked about this on the show, the types of podcasts I listen to, the types of, you know, emails I get, the social media accounts I follow on TikTok, on Instagram, it's all book related. And so the idea of opening a bookstore would allow me to combine so many of these things that I love, and yet I could do it in a really tactile way, in a physical location where I talk to people and I touch the books and have them in my hands. So I'm really torn about what to do. Like, do I, you know, take another comms job and try to save up some more money so I have more to invest? Do I, you know do a full-fledged business plan and try to find investors or crowdfund, you know, and throw savings into it and figure out, you know, what's the, what's the sort of like 
minimum amount of investment we could spend in order to open a bookstore. The type of store we have in mind would be a general purpose bookstore, but highly curated and one that's very deeply entrenched in the community and extremely responsive to customers. So that we would stock the books that people want. We would be a source of recommendations. We would host events and not even just bookish events, but any kind of community event that brings people together, you know, with hopefully some sort of a book adjacent theme. Lots and lots of ideas, questions. What will we call this bookstore? Where will we have the bookstore? So I'm definitely like at this space where I could kind of go either way. I'm interviewing for jobs, but I'm also, you know, talking to real estate agents and talking to people who have thoughts about this and experience in this. And of course, everybody I talk to is like, you have to open the bookstore. It's perfect. And then there's, of course, me, (laughs) my husband and partner, the one I want to do this with and her husband and trying to figure out, you know, what's right for our families and can we afford this and all of that. So that's where you guys come in. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You guys are book lovers. You know me, you hear me once a week to the extent you're listening to the show on a regular basis. What do you think? Should I open a bookstore? Would you, if you were in the DC area, would you shop at the bookstore? If you're not in the DC area, would you shop online at the bookstore? What should I be thinking about? Tell me some great bookstore names. Tell me about some great independent bookstores where you live and do they succeed and why do they succeed and what makes you go to those stores and, you know, what are the points of differentiation that we should be thinking about? You know, I was trying to come up with a theme to talk about today and I was like, well, this is what's on my mind. So this is what I'm going to talk about. So that is my update. Let me know. Go, no go. What do you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts. The best way to communicate with me, you know what? Shoot me an email. I am at gweisswasser at gmail.com. And that's G-W-E-I-S like Sam, W-A-S-S-E-R. That's all S like Sam at gmail. And I really, really value this community of listeners. You guys are exactly the people that I would want to be shopping in this store. So tell me what you think. Give me your thoughts. Give me your best advice. Give me my, you know, the stuff we can put into our business plan, which explains why people love independent bookstores and why if you were in DC passing through, maybe you would come and stop at mine. So that's our show. Super short today. We'll be back next week with a longer show with Nicole. But thank you in advance for any of your thoughts or anything you want to share. GYSwasser at gmail.com. And that's it. Happy reading. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Readerly Report. You can find all of our shows on iTunes or at thereaderlyreport.com. Please join our Facebook group, Readerly Report Readers, where you can talk to other listeners about their reading life. You can also find Nicole at NicoleBonia.com and me, Gail, at EverydayIWriteTheBookBlog.com. Finally, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes and told your book-loving friends about us. Thanks. Thanks.